yeah. It's time for the hat trick of fun, yo. It's part three of your all-time favorite show, Ed, Sean, Geekster. And welcome to episode 177, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. So, welcome back. Yeah. Here in part three, we give you the nerd news. Ooh. We talk a little wouldn't be in that Geekster show without Star Wars. <laughs> I, went, I went two weeks without Star Wars. I was really like jumping around like a crazy person going, I can't believe I'm talking about Star Wars. I can't believe I'm not talking about Star Wars. I was going like, blah. Uh-huh. So. Um, but before we do that, before you guys get into the episode, um, I forgot to mention something on the show. <laughs> yes. Before you guys get... Well, there's somebody else that was on the show with us? Well, I mean, no, I'm talking about the listeners. Before oh, you guys start oh, listening okay, to the show, okay. you know, part three, okay, like, okay. I'm including them into the... Into <laughs> the conversation. Into the conversation. Okay. Um, weeks ago, there there was a post, I think it was, um, the Batman v Superman serials. Uh-huh. I came across the Batman one. Really? Yes. It was... It's a chocolate strawberry cereal. And right away, I bought two, right? Because I'm like, I, well, because one to collect. One well, no, no. I, I, the boxes are small. Okay, I, I love breakfast cereal. Yeah. So like, if I buy like a normal, I could eat like a box easily in one sitting. Right. I'm a fat piece of shit. I know. Um, <laughs> and I have a big bowl too, so it's like that big bowl that I have usually takes like half of a box, you know. But the boxes are kind of tiny. Let's right. face it. Um. Unless you get the family size, then it's like four bowls. You know? <laughs> it's four bowls. You know, so I didn't see the Superman, and even if I did, wouldn't have bought it because I think it's like vanilla. It's like a plain flavor of, you know, it's something pure and wholesome. <laughs> Batman, it's chocolate, chocolate strawberry. Yeah. And I love chocolate strawberries. Chocolate <laughs> strawberries. So. I'm like, okay, well, let me grab one. Let me grab two. Because, you know, my girl's coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if she's tasted it yet or not. I'm, you know, all like, yeah, let's get them. I know what I'm having when I go home. I have a nice big bowl of justice when I get home. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so I open it up. I pour it in my bowl. I get the milk. I kind of pour me on. I get my, my, my breakfast. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Now. The little the cereal looks like little bat symbols. Okay, and they're coated in like a chocolatey powder, like as if someone took like the Nestle Quick, yeah, and then dampened the the cereal and then poured us poured the just the powdery stuff on top. Yeah, and I you know I'm like yeah, all right, let's go sit down. Ow. Um, this tastes funny, like. <laughs> It doesn't taste like... It doesn't taste like justice. It, it tastes like vengeance. <laughs> it's, it's not the cereal I want. It's the cereal I deserve. <laughs> like, I mean, it. there's like a, like, a, like a... Not really a great... It's like... It really is like, you know... I don't know if you've ever done it as a kid. The the You know, I like Nestle Quick. Yeah. You know, and usually you buy it in the bottle. Right. But when we were kids, it came in like a little tin. Yeah, you'd pop off the tin and, and it scooped would, out a couple scoops or right. five. Right. Well, now, did you ever just take a spoonful and put it in your mouth? No. 
You haven't lived, man. You haven't lived. <laughs> like as a kid, every once in a while, like just as a goof, I would take you know a scoop and eat a scoop of that. Wow. You know, like, what's the difference? Just without milk, like, it's concentrated. Well, yeah, well, so it is when you pour the milk. It's a spoonful of the chocolate you mix in the milk. Yeah, it's, but it's it's it's, it's spread out. It's spread know? out, you know. It's and there's milk mixed into it, so it makes it somewhat healthy. <laughs> Well, yeah, but you only do one spoonful. Like, like you said, how many spoonfuls of that stuff did you put in your milk? <laughs> Two to five. I wanted to make it like dark chocolate, as, as dark <laughs> as you possibly could. Like, and when you drink it, there's like a a, a wad of like kind of looks like wet sand at the yeah. bottom. Of it. Yeah. Right. So that's at least what three to five <laughs> scoops. Yeah. Right. You're only taking one scoop. One right. scoop of a teaspoon. You know your. You know, your mouth gets a little dry, but there's still that chocolate. And as a kid, you don't care, right? Because it's, it's concentrated hot chocolate. <laughs> you know? Um, so it tastes like that. And it's like, I go, I was like, it, it tastes funny. It wasn't until, like, like after you eat enough, like, the, the chocolatey kind of falls off and makes your milk taste like chocolate strawberry. Yeah. Which was really good. Yeah. The milk was really good. The cereal itself, not so much. Like, like I kind of felt like it was, it was, it was not as great as I was as I was hoping. I was like, like you're like hoping how great Ben Affleck will be as Batman. The cereal, it's not Ben Affleck. No, no, it, it's it's more like George Clooney. <laughs> it's more like Daredevil cereal. <laughs> it's a good effort. But just kind of falls short <laughs> as, as what could be the best cereal of all time. You know, it's Batman. But the, the box itself is pretty badass because it, it's his, you know, it looks like Batman. It's just his chest. Yeah. And the bat symbol. And then you see the bowl of cereal. You're thinking like, this is what Batman must have for breakfast every day before he goes out, <laughs> before he goes out to fight justice. You know? <laughs> and the box itself is pretty cool because it has the bat symbol is like a raised pattern. And it feels like the material. I'm assuming it feels like how the material looks. Yeah. Like kind of ridgy and bumpy. Yeah. And it, feel, it feels great. You know, <laughs> I kind of sat there like... I fell off the box. I was like, oh, Ben Affleck, your pectoral muscles. Have you been working out? Like, you know? <laughs> and so I'm like, all right. And it... And now I'm, I'm stuck because I still have like a box and a half of this stuff. And I'm sitting there going, I love my girlfriend. I should warn her. Like, <laughs> so I told her about it. I was like, you know, this morning I was like, hey, baby, just so you know, I have um, I, I also have a box of the Batman cereal for you. And she's like, you know, for you to try if you wanted to. Like, I'm not going to show you, know, hold you down and just pour this, this cereal <laughs> in your mouth. If, you know, you know, that's weird. You know, <laughs> how's that weird? Um, pinning her down to, you know, eat it, eat it, you know, <clears throat> because you told me. She doesn't, she only likes, she's real picky about cereal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like when I told her it was chocolate strawberry, she's like, yeah, I'm not really that interested. I'm like, how can you not be interested in chocolate? You know, don't you like chocolate covered strawberries? She's like, no, no, I love chocolate covered strawberries. I love, I'm not a big, huge fan of chocolate. I can eat strawberries all day long. But the combination of chocolate and strawberry, especially when it's fake chocolate and strawberry, eh, not so much. She likes, her, her favorite cereals are Fruity Pebbles, <laughs> Cocoa Crisp. And there was another one, but it was fucking, it was, it was like five-year-old, like. I'm going to have to check her ID when she comes back up here, <laughs> just to make sure she's 25. 
<laughs> like, I, 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 I think, I think the two is penciled in. <laughs> If I can rub it off, <laughs> because I was like, now don't get me wrong, I love fruity pebbles, yeah, but I like chocolate, I like cocoa pebbles, but way a lot better. Like, you know, because again, you get that chocolatey milk kind of, you know, flavoring to it. It's why I like Count Chocula. I do like. I found out that I do like Frankenberry a little bit more, yeah, because I'm, I'm more of a strawberry fan, yeah. It's neither here nor there. So people over there, just so you know, a little. Like, you know, now you know. <laughs> now people are going to bring you fruity. <laughs> people are going to be fruity pebbles, <laughs> and cocoa pebbles, pebbles. And, and, and Count Chocula and Frankenberry. Like, that's fine. General Mills, give me a call. Send me a case. Give me two. I'll review it for the show. I'll I'll give it out for Halloween. <laughs> you go. Trick or treat. Here's a box. Here's a box of fruity pebbles. I mean, here, here's a box of cocoa puffs. Like she's like she doesn't fuck with cocoa puffs. She's like she doesn't like chocolate flavoring. I'm like, oh okay. I'm like, well that's kind of good because it really doesn't taste that great. I mean, it tastes passable. Like if I was a ten year old kid, I wouldn't give a shit. All right. Like because I'm sitting there going, I don't care. It's a big bowl of sugar. I'm, 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 you know. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Nom, 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 nom. I'm going to fight justice. Nom, 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 nom. And then all of a sudden, you know, three hours later, you're passed out on the sofa from you know, the sugar rush being done. You know, you're like, <laughs> justice. <laughs> Ivy, what are you doing with that? <laughs> oh, Harley, you're doing Catwoman. Pearl. Pearl. Warm kitty sorry. <laughs> so now I'm kinda now I'm kinda for lack of a better term, I'm stuck with eating a box and a half left of this, this cereal that's kinda miss. Like I almost feel like kinda going, This does not this does not taste the way it should. Like you ever had like a chocolate strawberry milkshake? Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. The chocolate strawberry milk that that's at the bottom after you eat a bowl is great. And it also kind of because they put so much the, the chocolate stuff on her that you can actually kind of see like the swirls of chocolate, of the, of the sugar chocolate kind of just swirled in your chocolate, yeah. in your milk, and you're like, that's heaven. Like, because I think the bowl, you, know, you drink right from the bowl, right? Pinky's up. Pinky's out, you know, because I'm, I'm a gentleman, you know, because <laughs> I have class. <laughs> Pinky's out. And, and, no class. You know. <laughs> You like school in summertime. School in summertime. No class. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when you put the bowl down, you can see like the the chocolate kind of. There's like that film of chocolate on top of the milk, and you're just like, oh, that's just chocolatey goodness. <laughs> it's like. But you have to kind of wade through the, the the cereal to get to that great that great part. <laughs> you got to eat a pile of crap to get to the greatness yeah. of the milk. It's like dating a hot chick and she's a pain in the ass. But you know, once you get her in bed, you're like, "This is great." I just got to put up the shit to get her in there. Like, <laughs> it's an effort to get her in there, but afterwards, woohoo! I had to wine and dine the hell out of her. You know, why can't she be like the mediocre chick? <laughs> So yeah, so I mean, uh, my review on the Batman is kind of on a scale of one to five, I, a solid three. You give it three bad signals out of three five. bad signals. <laughs> Actually, three bad signals and two question marks. <laughs> <laughs> two question marks. 
So yeah. there you have it, folks. That's my uh, that's my review of that Batman cereal. Get yourself a bowl of justice today. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> right now, thank you. Right now, we're just going, and that's how we lost the General Mills endorsements. <laughs> They're not knocking on our door, going. We want you to keep. We want you know what? So when we think of Batman cereal, you know what we think? Geeksters. <laughs> We had a million dollar contract all right up for you guys. All you guys had to do was shill this the thing, and I ruined it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, give me a box of Superman. Maybe I like that more. It's generic. <laughs> that Superman's great. I'm Team Superman. <laughs> 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 when do you get the Aquaman box? <laughs> Soggy seaweed. It, oh, we call it. All it is really is a big bowl of the goldfish that you get from Pepper's Farm. <laughs> just pour milk on that and just eat it. <laughs> it's just like Aquaman, bland and tasteless. <laughs> and I do know bland and tasteless mean the same thing. That's how bad this cereal is. Because that's how bad Aquaman is. <laughs> I don't care if they're like shape, in the shape of his stupid tattoo. <laughs> After eating this, I want to see if I can breathe underwater just so I can drown. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, back to the regular, your regular scheduled program. Sit back and relax and enjoy the news the way only Geeksters can give it to you. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> it does not sound good coming out of your mouth like that. But all right, whatever. See we'll you later, folks. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Okay, Ed, it is time for the nerd news. Yes, it is. Are you need me to stretch out a little bit? No, no, I can. I oh, can. okay. Continue on with this. And I, I hopefully, saw you locking into something. I'm gone. Yeah, I'm trying to get oh. the, the news so I could post them properly, but I am not ready. I did not prepare for All that. Right, that's okay. Uh, uh, in in the meantime, I mean, you can get ready. I'll, I'll, I'll stretch some time. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, there I was one day just walking along in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing, really. Well, you know, you were, last week you were talking about um, – you know, uh, um, Deadpool and being a rated R movie, and how more movies were going to gonna go that way. You, you, you I, I did I predict the future? You did predict the future already. I mean, the, within within the that day, you know, the next day that came out, that Wolverine three is targeting for an R rating. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, it's boy. already starting for uh, you. Someone already said this is where Hollywood goes. Oh, an R rated comic book movie worked. Like, it hasn't worked in the past, like Blade, you know. <laughs> but now, let's capitalize on it. Let's make all our superhero movies R. Or all the ones that could be adult theme. Because like, I also heard, too, not only Wolverine, but I also read somewhere the thing about the X-Force movie is going to be rated R. Right. It's like, really? Like, whoa, slow down, slow down. Like, not every movie now needs to be rated R. Because this is what James Gunn was saying. He's like, now Hollywood's going to try to exploit that and treat us like radiates and make every movie like that when they think it's going to always sell. Yes. Like, uh, you know, like I can't see a Marvel movie. I mean, 
a Disney-owned Marvel movie, mm-hmm. be R-rated. No, that'll never happen. But the Fox, I guarantee you, if they want to try doing the Fantastic Four, they might push for an R rating. You know, to to amp up the scare factor of the body morphing, or or you know, but again, that doesn't work either because that there's supposed to be a family. Yes, you know, like it only works with certain Wolverine. I can see being R rated. Okay. Well, it was it was it was Twenty uh, Century Fox revealed that a tour fair twenty sixteen they're targeting R rating for Hugh Jackson's final as Wolverine next year. Uh, of course, the following the success of of um, Deadpool, uh, of course, topping the box weeks for two weeks that they figured that this was where to go. The news came from a pamphlet or a catalog that Fox is supposedly handing out to guests at their Toy Fair presentation and an in more user post posted online. Ingor, I M G U R is Umgar user. So I don't know what Umgar user is, but yes, he posted it on online that that's what they're shooting for for an R rated for Wolverine. Okay, and um, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna. I want to see something here. Which uh... it's the uh, page three, the last first. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, you'll see the Wolverine sequel at uh, March third, twenty seventeen, is the release date. So. Uh, Look forward to that as a radar. I mean, I'm I'm kind of uh, happy about it. I mean, it's just uh, uh, one of those things that you uh, hear about and you go, about time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you, especially with Wolverine with the claws. I mean, you know, like. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you figure at some point there should be some blood in those claws. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just, uh, all right. I mean, I'm. I'm it, well, like I said, the, the second Wolverine movie, the Wolverine. Yeah. Was kind of pushing R rating, you know. I think with because the, they came out with the PG thirteen, but then for Blu ray, they also had an unrated version, which probably skated closer to R rating than PG thirteen. Exactly, yeah. So I mean, it makes sense. You know, all right. I, I got nothing really bad to say about it. It's just kind of like a here we go, folks. You're gonna find other, you know, but you know, again, it it is kind of good for certain properties, like um. A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, mm. reboot that as an R-rated movie because it's kind of written by an R-rated guy, yeah, Alan Moore. Um, you know, you could probably get away with uh, a little darker, some more like you know, go with another Constantine with rated, you know, like Preacher. Well, Preacher's already coming to TV, but do Constantine again, have him be an R-rated character again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think, you know, I, I think there's there's some. I mean, I wouldn't see Spider-Man rated R. <laughs> no, because he's not. He's a PG-13 guy at best. Um, all right, well, what else you got there in the news? Well, speaking of darker, I mean, you know, the obvious choice now is Spawn. I mean, you, you know, we've we've talked about Spawn in the past and how uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane was looking to, you know, relicense that as a movie sure. because of the, the night, well, late 90s uh Movie was like unwatchable, not really unwatchable. But I was, liked it, you know. But some <clears throat> critics had some. Well, yeah, because I think I think at the time the Spawn movie, I think was not a lot, a lot, not a lot of people. It's it's hard. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty close to the characters of the. I mean, John Leguizamo as the clown was awesome. Yeah, I, I thought John Michael White was as Spawn was great. He even had fucking Martin Sheen in it as the bad guy, like. I think that they're, I think it was not really necessarily ahead of its time, mm-hmm. but I do think that at the time, maybe they weren't ready for that kind of, because I think that was R-rated. 
No, that was uh, actually a PG thirteen. It really was. Yeah. Okay, that's probably you know go R- like now. Thanks to Deadpool, Spawn will get an R rating. Yes, because it does. It's definitely a, an R rated kind of comic book. Not necessarily with, with nudity, or, but definitely language. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. I'm... Well, it just let you know that the, the, the way what we're really talking about this, the script's finally written for it. Yeah, so Tom, Tom McFarlane made like a post on his Facebook page going, guess what? Screw it. And it's like an extra, it's like a really long script. Right. So. It's eight, 183 pages, and usually like 120, usually for a movie, or 140. Uh, but he's he's a lot of details that he wants to keep in. And uh, basically, he's trying to like almost direct it himself because he thinks he's the ultimate uh, Spawn super fan. I, he created it, so <laughs> I mean, yeah. So the, that's that's kind of where he's going at with it is uh, mm. is the fact that you know maybe he would direct it and you know be a get get his vision that you know that he created and written that he's actually going uh, to okay, direct well, as well. Okay, uh, um, on the fence about it. Okay, personally. I think, yes, he is completely right. He is the guy who created Spawn. He's the guy who wrote the script. He knows he, he already knows he can be writer-director. There's plenty of writer-directors out there. Quentin right. Tarantino, Kevin Smith, plenty of guys who write and direct their own stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if McFarlane doesn't... I don't... It could be phenomenal. Like, you know, look, look at Tim Miller. First time directing a movie, it's Deadpool. It knocks it out of the park. It's great. He's a fan. You see it. Then again... You also have um, Frank Miller directing The Spirit, yeah, which didn't do so well. I, I still haven't seen. I've seen it, but I haven't seen it enough because I fall asleep. I've, I've done it twice, I, and I fell asleep. There's a reason because it's like it's eh, at yeah. best. So it's definitely like a. I, I, so he could either be great at it or really bad at it. Yes. So it's like oh, fingers crossed that maybe. Yeah, writer, director, creator—it's his property. So who would know it better than anybody but him? Right. He, but can he? Could an executive now, with the success of Deadpool, give him the kind of money that he wants without having to be kind of like, well, I don't think Spawn should do that, or I don't like, like with Deadpool. Deadpool got away with it because no one wanted Deadpool to be made, right? And they did gave him the money just out of sheer. Just to we'll shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up, right? You know, and then oh, it's a huge success. Now let's do all our movies like that. So there's going to be a time where you know where McFarland's going to be like, "Hey, I'm going to make, I'm going to write, I'm going to write it, I'm going to direct it. It's my vision. I just need the money." And the studio's going to go, "Okay, fine. Here's the money, but we have we want it to be PG-13." And he's going to go, "Well, Deadpool worked as R. Okay, well you got the R rated, but now we're going to tell you what's going to be in it. Like I, I don't know. It's it's." It's a, it's a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah, I mean it's 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 that's a tough one. It really yeah, is because you go you go. Well, you know what? He's he's creator. He's going to write it. So you know yeah, you know he, he's going to write a brilliant story because you know he's 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 has a lot of story involvement. So he's you know writing stories. I mean it's, it's a bit of hit you know yes. of, you know amongst fans to 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 read the the comic itself. So you figure what what a perfect way to bring it to the upper echelon of movies. But the thing is, like, how much directorial work has he done? You know, None. Right, you know, that, that's a. Yeah, I don't know. I you mean, know, and, it's, and that's the thing. Like, you know, like, like, is he going to have a lot of techniques? Is like, you know, did he go to a film school that nobody knows about? Well, I, like, I mean, I don't think you really need to be a. You don't have to go to film school to be a, a director, but uh, I mean, I'm sure it, it helps a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's it's. I mean, like, like simple stuff, like you know, like camera, you know. Uh, 
uh, positioning and all that kind of stuff could be figured out. Like, you know, like where his vision will be shot, you know, could be, that could be easy, but I'm talking like a lot of special effects. Like, it's like how much, you know, like creativity, you know, when he draw, like, I'm sure he's going to have the storyboards. He'll draw them himself almost and, to that point, you know? Or, okay. Yeah. He's written a lot. He written, uh, uh, well, he wrote Venom. The character is unannounced. I guess he's writing a Venom TV show. Uh-huh. Um, Ultimate Spider-Man TV series. Um, Spawn Armageddon, the video game. Spawn in the Demon's Hand, the video game. Spawn the TV series back in 1999. Uh, Spawn the comic book. Spawn, you know, Todd McFarlane. Spawn was video. Spider-Man, the TV series. Um, Spider-Man versus the Kingpin video game. Spider-Man, the video game. But director, he's got one credit. Corn Deuce. It's a video documentary, music video. <laughs> That's it. I, I I don't know. Like, I, I, like <laughs> it's like okay, it'll be something. I'm I'm in. I'm in because I like Spawn. I'll I'll go where he wants me to go. Yeah, I, you know. I just hope I'm not walking out that day going. I can't believe this fucking. I can't believe I watched that. We'll see. Good for him, though. Yes. All right, what else you got? You know, 80s movies that were really popular, you know, thinking about making a TV show. What do you, what's what's your call? Like, if, but before I even tell you what project it is, Ugh. like, if it was, a, it was an action movie that spawned a, a, a number of sequels, would you be interested in seeing a weekly television show about it? It de- depends on the channel. Like, uh, I don't, I, and depends on the movie. Okay. Like, I couldn't see Die Hard, the TV series. Okay. You know, because John McClane every week is going to get into trouble. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> or is it going to be him as a, you know, as a, a young beat cop? And I, I don't see a show like that working because it, it, the movie worked because it's a man out of place, right place, wrong place, right time kind of thing. Yeah. So every week to have that happen, I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, let's see. Trying to think of other. Are we talking about eighties TV shows coming back as eighties? TV No, it's movies. Movies we're talking movies. about. Yes, movies going to TV. Yes. Um, I mean, some uh, of them have worked. I mean, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer sure, was a movie, sure. and they made a show out of it. It was pretty good, right? I think. Uh, I think Stargate for a while. It was a movie. Yeah. They made that into okay. a TV series. That did pretty but well. Made some spinoffs. Yeah, but okay. But those are, are movies that can lend itself to episodic episodes because it is, she's a vampire hunter. There's more than one vampire out there. So yeah. you build a storyline around it. Stargate. It's one, you more than one gate. You can get the dial in. But if it's about a, if it's a specific event, like, um, let's say, okay, well, they took, they tried try doing with Terminator, the Sarah Chronicle, Sarah, Sarah Chronicle, Chron- Chron- Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yes. Um, say that 10 times fast. Say that 10, I, three times fast. I, I think, you know, like it depends. Like I can't see, like, I can't see taken the TV show. Okay. You know, like every week someone's get. I mean, someone gets taken, you know, I, I, I think now it's time to tell you yes. what movie series it okay. is. Lethal weapon. <sighs> Oh, okay. Give me the article. They, they, they have. They already have a primary character cast. Okay, uh, who? Damon Wayans is cast in Lethal Weapon TV pilot. He is going to play Murtaugh. obviously. Yes, Roger Murtaugh. Okay. Um. Uh, all right. Um. 
Uh, and they haven't mentioned any kind of rigs, huh? No, it's not. They don't. They don't have rigs just yet. Basically, it's Murtock is going like a play by Wayans. That uh, this is going to be on Fox, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that, that's another key element I wanted. <laughs> I wanted to throw in there, you know. So, uh, so if it sees the light of day, we'll get thirteen episodes, and that's about it. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, All right. He's recently suffered a heart attack. Devoney and the extraction of life. You know, he's he's. Uh, He's so already they're they're changing the Murtaugh character from the movie who was getting ready to retire. To instead, let's give him a heart attack to make him have the easy life. Yes. Okay. All right. So he's doing death duty now. Right. He's okay. partnered with a Texas cop and former. Why Navy is he going to be Texas? Why? And Navy SEAL Martin Riggs, who has moved to Los Angeles to start a new lo- new life after the loss of his wife and baby. Okay, well, in the first in the movie, he just lost his wife, not wife and baby. So why do you gotta make him more of a sympathetic character? Like, like it, it worked from the movie. Why wouldn't the work? Why not make? I mean, I don't know how old Damon. You know, I'm gonna find out how old Damon Wayans is. <laughs> I mean, he's got to be in his. Damon Wayans has got to be close to fifty. All right. I'm gonna say Damon Wayans senior. By the way, it's not junior. It's senior. By the yeah. Yeah, I know. I just, I'm just making sure. I, I, Damon Wayans from the Last Cowboy. Yeah, you know, yeah, not his son, who's in uh, the um, new girl. The new girl. Yeah, right. I, I kind of figured it was the original. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted, I just wanted to throw that there really for the audience. I mean, they kind of think I already knew, but you know, okay. there might have been somebody. Um, he is like 1960, so he is 10 years older than you are. So he's 55. Yeah. All right. Um. 55-year-old cop should be pushing retirement anyway. Yeah. You figure he's got his 30, 25, 30 years in. So why not make him a 55-year-old guy who's getting ready to retire or trying to take it easy? Not You don't have to give him a heart attack to kind of get him to slow down. Yeah. Um, are, are they going comedy or are they going action? Because, <laughs> now, look, I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying he can do... Damon Wayans, I like him as an actor. I've liked my wife and kids... Funny fucking show. Yeah, I don't know. If, no, I don't know how many people saw it. The show, but it was great. It kind of was like a modern day Cosby show. Yeah, it was great. It family values, great humor. Um, you know, but at the same time, he hasn't really kind of made any big movie. So, are they going to go comedy? Or are they going to go action comedy? Like, I, hard I, to say. I, I, I don't know. I just. Don't know, Ed. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how is, is it going to be prerequisite that at least once per episode he's going to go? I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> like, like, or is it going to, or is he going to start doing a Red Fox and then once an episode go? Oh, my heart can't take it. Yeah, you know, like, like that doesn't uh, say. Oh, he's going to just go grab Elizabeth. <laughs> the I'm only coming. other, the only other details that will be directed. The pilot will be directed by uh, McGee of Terminator Salvation. Oh. And the showrunner will be Chuck Vett, Matt Miller. Okay. Well, Mick G also helped brought Supernatural to television. Yes. So, I mean, he has enough of a resume for television and movies to kind of go, all right, it, 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 I'm in, but I don't know how deep I'm in. Right. It's like, I'll check out the pilot if Fox puts it on air. But uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, I just, don't just know. don't know. Oh, I'm getting told for this shit. <laughs> ah. 
Uh, I, I, uh, oh, it's funny. And I even made a, a recall, a, a, a lethal weapon joke earlier in the show with Jesus getting crucified. <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, I, I am psychic. <laughs> all, all right. Um, Jeez. <laughs> Two snaps up and it's the rest. <laughs> uh, now, if anything, Matt, Damon Wayans, blank man, the TV show. <laughs> that uh, ne- you have to go Netflix yeah. or HBO, but Blank Man the TV show would be hysterically funny, <laughs> especially at fifty five years old. <laughs> uh, how great would that be? That'd be hilarious. See? Yeah, like Fox, give me a call. <laughs> Damon, come on, man. <laughs> All right, what else you got there in the news? Live television. Obviously, people were talking about Grease Live. Was a huge hit. Was a huge hit. Huge hit. Apparently, they're going to do it again with Tyler Perry's live Jesus musical at the end of March. But that's not what this article is about. Okay, then why bring it up? (laughs) This article is about a new different kind of live. More than live itself? (laughs) I mean, the only way you can get more live is if they fucking came to my house and did it. (laughs) Well, yes, yes, you're right. But But the different kind of live is actually animated live. <laughs> you gonna watch a guy draw and then throw it on the screen and draw and throw it on the screen and then is he just gonna write like five pages and then use a flip book? Like what the fuck? An animated episode of The Simpsons will end with three minutes of live footage. Simpsons ex- executive producer Al Jean teases the excitement and somewhat bizarre news on his Twitter account earlier. The episode will It'll be on the small screen on May 15th at 8 p.m. on Fox uh-huh. on East Coast. And West Coast airings will f- uh, feature different live animated scenes. Marge Lisa Bart will return over the show to Homer, who will take the questions and deliver answers straight from the audience live. So basically, I think it's what it is, is that they've, driv- they've drawn all the... Uh, uh, they drew all the animation, animation. and he's going to answer it in Homer's voice. And right. And, and the, the actor. <laughs> sorry, uh, Eric, because I'm laughing too much. The actor's name, of course, is Dan Castanella. D- Dan Castanella, yes. Okay. He's actually going to pretty much like get a question when the I guess when it comes back off from commercials. I imagine they're gonna. It'll it'll kind of be they'll be tweet your tweet tweet your question live to Homer Simpson, and that way there's like a seven minute delay. They get to pick what they want to pick, and that way they they already have Homer probably stationary and sitting in a chair of some sort. And what they'll do is they can animate the the voice like because there are certain there's only so many um, cell frames that can encompass all the letters of the alphabet. Right. So you just throw the ones in that formulate the word. And and and, and the thing is, is like, I don't know how live this is really going to be because I don't know if they're actually going to do this live because they could, they could tell us this and be completely something because here's an, here's a fact that that's missing that you don't know yet. Oh yeah. Is starting on May 1st and running until May 4th. Viewers will be able to tweet questions to be answered during the May 15th installment oh. with the hashtag of, Hashtag Homer Live. Uh, so they're going to get the questions. Bef- so this is all bullshit. Yeah. Because they're going to have the questions beforehand. They're going to animate Homer. And then it's just basically the live part is it's going to be, hey, Ed, you wrote a question in going, hey, Homer, how do you how do you like your steak? And they're going to go, 
here, read this, give an answer, or he'll, or, and then he'll already have a pre-recorded answer that they animate to, and they'll be like, oh my god, Homer answered my own question. It's like viewer mail, in a way. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 ugh. <laughs> How many years has this, this has been on for? 27 years. And I think they're going to be on for 30? It looks like. I don't uh, know. Stick a fork in that show. That show should have been done 20 years ago. <laughs> I think at this point now, Fox is just doing it just to, just to kind of go, look what we did. You know, that's pretty accurate. That's really? Actually, yeah, to me, that's when it started going downhill after season 10. I, I, I after, just... the, after the Halloween episode with Lucy Lawless, after that, I was like, because I was excited for Xena fan, you know, being that in that episode. And right. then all of a sudden, after that season, was like, I'm not laughing as much as I used to. <laughs> Yeah, I think now at this mm. point they just they're just constantly making the episodes just in hopes that no one will ever break that record. Right. Uh, you know, like let's face it. 10 years was long enough for animated. I think that it beat any long-time standing animated show of all time. Right. But then let's go another 10 years to really nail it home. You're like, uh, "All right, fine. 20 years. That's kind of good for a primetime television cartoon. Congratulations." 25. Okay, you know what? Quarter of a century of The Simpsons. You haven't really been funny for at least 15 of those years, but okay, you know what? Someone's finding The Simpsons for the first time today, maybe. Good luck. After 30 years, it's just like enough already. Yeah. Enough. Uh, how many, like, uh, at one point in time, you were, it was like, hey, you knew you made it when you were in a Simpsons episode. <laughs> like, now I kind of, yeah. now I kind of look at it as like, you know, you're, you know, you're, you know, you're obsolete when you're in a Simpsons episode. Like, you know, it's like, hey, next up on The Simpsons, Molly Crew. <laughs> they retired. Kiss. Yes. yes. It's like it has become the old folks' home of famous people. Like, hey, who's walking on on? Hey, look, everybody, it's Sinead O'Connor. Who's that? That's right. We're bringing her back. Right. Because you 20-somethings don't know who she is, but... Because Simpsons are quote unquote still relevant for some reason, we're gonna now the nostalgia show. You know, it's I just I don't I don't get it. I haven't watched them in a long while, so I don't know if they're funny anymore. I'm I'm right now. Someone's going. Simpsons is the greatest show of all time. I've watched it for almost thirty years since the time I grew up watching The Simpsons. I started watching it was with Tracy Ullman. That's right. I was there from the beginning when Homer was just a. Dad, not an idiot. They've jumped the shark five years into that series. <laughs> the moment the moment Homer sat in a toot a moo was the day I knew the show was over. Worst series ever. <laughs> <laughs> the moment Family Guy and The Simpsons got together, I knew it was over. <laughs> Oh. oh boy, what else you got there in the news, Ed? You know what I have? You know what I haven't talked about in like two weeks? Star Wars. That's exactly <laughs> it. It was a good two weeks. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't hold out any longer. Okay. I have to talk about Star Wars. Okay. This one's a sad one. Okay. A while ago, I reported that all the cast members were going to return for Episode Eight. I, all but one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what this story is talking about. You're right on the money. I, I would think, sorry, folks, I got to do this. Spoiler alert, Harrison Ford won't be coming back for episode eight? Yes. 
StarWars.com announced that it's welcoming back cast members Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, Daisy Riley, John Biaga, Isaac, Lipita Nuaga, Duminal Gleason, you know what, you Anthea Daniels, stop now, <laughs> Gwendolyn Christie, and Andy Serkis. Harrison Ford's name is noticeably absent. Oh, maybe. Well, maybe it's a surprise. I, I, I this should be filed under the duh section of of the show. Like, it, this I, clears up any confusion that the last year when Kathleen Kennedy, president of Star Wars, yes, president of Star Wars, president of Star Wars, is she president of Disney? No, president of Star Wars. She's president of, of Star uh, Wars. Okay. Said that on stage that the all of that returning class will be the next all the returning uh, cast will be returning for the next installment. So people were confused by this, thinking Han was going to return in some fashion in Episode Eight. Boy, these are a lot of desperate fucking people. Yes, I mean maybe he is. I mean maybe someone taps in. Maybe Luke taps into that Force spirit guide and is able to call. I I I don't know. Like, it, this is, I, again, this is like the, really, Harrison Ford's not coming back? What a shocker. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I would be, unless I'm sitting there in the theater, and all of a sudden I see him show up and he's all blue, glowy, and fuzzy, I'm going to assume he's out. <laughs> I, I I mean, unless he's standing there going, mm. well, from a certain point of view, yeah. Like, uh, unless he was a clone. I I don't know. Like, duh? They go, nerds, man, you nerds. (laughs) Sitting there going, well, she said all the cast members. He's part of the cast members. Use your head. (laughs) Fucking idiots. (laughs) Come on. Anybody who thought that he was actually going to come back after seeing that movie, obviously didn't see that movie. (laughs) They made sure you knew there was no way for him coming back. Yes. Ugh. I mean, the... F- I'm like... Uh, why? Okay, spoiler. He gets stabbed. He falls off into almost what seems to be a bottomless pit. Then the planet that he's on blows up into a million pieces. How the fuck do you come back from any of that? I'm sorry. I mean, I, I really, right now, I mean, it, it is February... So the movie's been out for two and a half months. Yeah. made a bazillion dollars. So anybody who hasn't seen it is waiting for video. Fuck you at this point. <laughs> I think I think now we can talk about <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> there was no way. Like, it, it literally expected him to walk on set and go, Han, what are you doing alive? He's like, I got better. Let's go. Let's move on. Like, we're, like. Leia opens up a shower. And there he is. <laughs> a shower. Like had I a- had a bad dream that you she- died. <laughs> What are you talking about? Like someone could... That was, that was a really good pull, by the way. <laughs> like almost, like Leia wakes up and she's still on Bespin. Yeah. And it actually just... It's really everything from Empire Strikes Back forward was all the horrible dream. She opens up. There's Han standing in the shower. It's like they're, they look how they look now. She's like, I had this horrible dream where you got frozen in carbonite. Vader is Luke's father, not only Luke's father, but him and I are brother and sister, which, ew, I kissed him twice. That's my dad. And then, yeah, we were victorious, but then all of a sudden I had flashbacks of my dad as a kid, and 
I hated that whole time. And then now flash forward where our son guts you like a fish and you fall off a bottomless pit and then the planet really explodes. We need to see a doctor because I think we need counseling because they've been happily married and living on Bespin for the, the whole this whole time. You know? And Lando walks and he's like, hey, what's up? I got my Colt 45. You know? And they just chill while Lobot's Lobot standing on a, D, a DJ table spinning plates. You know? I, I, I just, like, hello? Like, of course he's not coming back. Unless it's going to be in a vision. Yeah. yeah I, I just, oh, God. Well, speaking of Star Wars casting. Sure, why not? <laughs> there is another one that they're casting. Uh, award nominee Lauren Dern, Academy Award Lauren, 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 Dern, yeah. Lauren Dern, is going to be part of the cast. Newcomer Kelly Marie is also, well, Kelly Marie Tran, sorry, is also joining the cast. No details on what roles they're given, but uh, okay, they're going to be in episode eight. All right. So and it's, it's already being uh, shooting with. Uh, yeah, because I saw. Okay, this is how fucking big Star Wars is. I'm glad you're bringing this up. Ed, yeah, because I think it was like last week they had a teaser for the production of the movie <laughs> where it's Mark Hamill and there's a scene with him looking still with this mane of hair. Yes. Like, I mean, he definitely looks like he belongs. He, in like an 80s music video, with this mane of quaffed hair and the beard. He looked like he looks like he's playing for the Grateful Fucking Dead. Right? And it's, he's, he has, still hasn't said a word. Right. And then it's like, and cut. That was print perfect. Now filming episode eight. See you in a year and a half. Like... <laughs> That was needed? Like, <laughs> you couldn't have just said, hey, by the way, filming started? You no, know, you needed to, to do a trailer for the filming of the movie? Like, I, I love Star Wars and I always have a soft place in my heart. But at some point, the rational part of me is going, really? I, I, you need to keep this up? Like, I, am I going to get, like, a video of the first time, you know, Leia walks on set again? Like... <laughs> I, 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 hey, guess what? We're now in ADR. Here's a video for it. Thanks. Like, I, oh no, Mark Hamill stubbed his toe. He's tweet live to ouchymytoe.com. dot com. Like, hashtag ouch my toe. Hashtag stubbed. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't. Uh. I mean, I, granted, I love the world that we live in where stuff like this can happen. But every once in a while, just because it, you have to kind of go, at some point you have to ask yourself, do we have to do it? Like, <laughs> just because you can doesn't, doesn't mean you, you should. Right. Like, I, Well, it, I, you know, I, I mean, I saw that as well. And again... You just kind of sat there dumbfounded going... Brilliant. Really? Like why, that was it? Why did I need to see this? Yeah, like like if it was more like I'd hey, be like, Yay Hey, in case you forgot we're doing episode eight. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I, I know. Oh, I, <laughs> I mean, this was right after you already said you're pushing it back uh half a year. <laughs> I think that's the reason why they're like, oh, Yeah, well, you know what? Instead of coming out spring of two thousand seventeen, it's coming out um, two thousand eighteen, it's yeah. You know, two thousand yeah, instead of coming out in spring of 2017, it's going to come out Christmas time 2017. You're like, but don't worry. Here's look, we're filming it now. <laughs> uh, that's not helping. Like, oh, oh, 
okay, <laughs> thanks. X. Like, <laughs> like, I looked at I mean, him. I mean, like, look at him going, and? I like, was like, is there more? I was like, okay, now Ed's going to talk about this on the show. <laughs> like, did you see the trailer for the trailer of the filming? <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> no, I, I didn't think it was awesome at all. Because unless they gave us more, like, <laughs> you saw, like, all these epic scenes, you're like, <laughs> you know, and you see Lando. Hey, I'm back. And it's like hey, tear. Uh, like, oh yes, yes. You see the doors open. And he's like, "Welcome to Bespin." Yeah. You're like, oh. "Oh, it's like it's his version of home." <laughs> like, <laughs> then I'd be like, "Yes, woo! I can't wait to talk about this on Sunday. It's so exciting." <laughs> this was a. It, they filmed reaction shots and then. Put it online to say, hey, guess what? We're filming. Yeah, because no one knows we're doing it. What a surprise. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should watch the video and do a YouTube video of us watching it. Yeah. And then going, and? <laughs> it's like, so? You know what's a surprise? It's a surprise while everyone's been looking at Star Wars The Force Awakens, fucking J.J. Abrams produces a Cloverfield sequel. <laughs> That's right. That's a trick no one expected. <laughs> right. Just when you're looking over here, wham, sequel. Fuck, you know, <laughs> and how brilliant that sequel looks. And you're like, but it looks like a whole bunch of people in the room. Yeah, it's a sequel, or is it? It could be going on parallel at the same time. You don't know. I don't think you're going to see a giant monster in that movie at all. <laughs> it's just going to be the three of them in that bunker. I, I think it's going to be. I, that's what I think. I think it's going to be like this. This kind of. He. I think my prediction is John Goodman thinks that those Bing Bang Bloom explosions that you're hearing. He thinks it's World War Three. Not the monster. Yeah. And then, like, at some point in time, when the girl, because she looks like she's been held hostage this whole time. Yeah. She finally escapes. Well, there's and, a second trailer that just right. came out. Yeah. And I don't I don't see, I don't think you're going to see the Cloverfield monster at all. I think it's going to be like a, oh, maybe we did, you know, because then they didn't at the very end. I think they were going to drop a bomb onto New York to kill the monster. Maybe that's what happens yeah. at the end of that movie. I don't know. Oh, it's, I'm like... Wait, you made, you produced that movie? You son of a bitch. You sneaky bastard. Yes. Like, ooh, that's good. All right, so again, what else? Uh, Blade Runner sequel. Yes. It's got a release date now. <clears throat> All right, what is it? January 12th, 2018. Okay, January? January. Mm. Uh, the only reason why I'm saying that is because January is not, it's usually where studios put out movies that aren't, they don't really have any faith behind. You know, they could also, you know, like, I think, I think the reason why they did this release date is because January, as you say, it's, you know, put, 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 and it's a low, it's a low, yeah, but it's usually, low making money, you know, month. I right. mean, like, like, I mean, you, you get the, the residue of Christmas movies, you know, left over and right. then like anything that they're going to release. Cause they're like, oh yeah, you know, like I'd be like, Star Wars is still out. What are we going to put up against it? And right. be like, well, I'm not putting my best out there right. because it's going to be creamed. This year be Deadpool. Like, you think right now, Deadpool's been out for two weeks. It's drawing out in the movie theaters. Guaranteed, no one thought that. So it's like, oh, no one cares about this movie. So that's why you had, like, the, the, the Risen movie. You figure they were going to bank on the fact that the holidays were around the corner. Yeah. And Kung Fu Panda, oh, all the kids have probably seen that. And all of a sudden you realize, what, it came in third? Like, that's that's a solid showing for a movie that wasn't really produ- like not really promoted, right? But that seemed to be it. Like I don't know what's coming out next week, and but it, Deadpool's probably going to be number one again. Yeah, 
Like it, it'll probably ride that number one wave until March when Batman v Superman comes out. You know, I, 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 I don't think so. I think something's going to finally you knock it off that? just because everybody's seen the Deadpool movie. Probably. And then, you know, and it's going to be some crappy movie that we're going to see. You right. Know, oh, really? That beat Deadpool, really? You right. Know, like, and it's going to be a small margin. It's going to be like, you know, right. like a hundred thousand yes. dollars or something like or 50 bucks or something like that. Like some ridiculous, like, really? Like that was the one that did it. Right. And then all of a sudden Batman v Superman, boom, yeah. you know, and it's like a boom explosion again. All right, I think we got time for one more. One more? Oh, boy. You have one more? I do have one more. I really don't want to go out on the, hey, guess what? There was a trailer for it. <laughs> <laughs> I got two more, but I'm going to pick one. Okay. And I, I think this one I want to talk about a little bit, so I, I, want to, I want to bring this to the thing. James Bond. Yes. Daniel Craig. Yes. Earlier this week, he actually said that he's done like with... He, he... I'm gonna be honest. He said that after fucking Skyfall too, that he was done. So I think he. I think I got a feeling that I got a feeling the Bond movies take a toll on you. Yes, and that if you know that after you get done, all you want to do is just kind of go. I want to move on. I want to move on. But no, it's James Bond. We got to talk about it. I don't want to fucking talk about it. I just want to you know go home and. Uh. Well, MGM Studios is reporting that they're going to wait around for Daniel Craig's career. The, his, his career? career not his career. <laughs> his, his working schedule to lighten up so he could do the next James Bond film. Okay. So they're pushing it back a year. They're, we're not going to get Bond very soon. We're going to get Bond a year later. So that way Daniel Craig can be the, the James Bond again. Well, okay, okay, I'm going to be honest. Let's face it. This is a studio going, he's making a shit ton of money for us. Yeah. He still thinks he's relevant outside of being James Bond. So let's back up a little bit. Let him go make whatever movie he wants. And when that doesn't make $100 million in the box office for opening weekend, he'll know his place in the movie role of, face it, fucker, you're Bond now. <laughs> this is the only way you become a superstar. Right. Because you know how much money he made for the... For... How much he made personally, no, or how course. much the movie made? How much the movie made? He was he was James Bond. Um, okay, well, a combination of all his movies. A combination of all his movies. Yeah. Well, he's been in four or five, four, four. Yeah, it's gotta be. I'm gonna say easily a billion dollars. Two billion dollars. Two billion dollars. So I was, I was. So you're half right. So he is. Let's face it. He's. A big money draw for the Bond franchise. That's right. I'm sure he gets paid a nice, pretty penny. I don't know if he's getting paid, you know, Robert Downey. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's getting paid Robert Downey Jr. money, but he's getting paid a nice chunk. And I'm sure at this point he probably worked out a deal where it's like, you give me a percentage of the box office. So he's probably has, even if he got 1% of $2 billion, you know, that's a pretty chunk of change. You know, but he still is like, I am an actor. I don't like to be stereotyped as James Bond. I need to grow as an actor. I'm a star. I okay, David Caruso. Go, 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 <laughs> go make your independent film. Go make another. Go make movie. your art film. Go and... make a movie. Now, I'm not saying that he doesn't have draw power. He does, right? But I think that his the money in the bank for him is going to be a Bond movie. And let's face it, it happened to Sean Connery. It happened to Roger Moore. It happens to everybody who plays Bond. Right. After a while. You get pigeonholed as Bond, and and I understand the 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 do like the double edged sword of that going. Um, I'm a household name as this iconic performer, but I'm really also just Daniel Craig, the actor. 
I like to get myself. I would like to do a romantic comedy. You know, <laughs> like I, I yes, I will shoot and punch you in this movie. But what I really want to do is I really want to be in a kids movie. I want to be in like the nanny three, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Like I want people to see the soft side of Daniel Craig, where I let me let me play like a blind mental patient who has AIDS who can't find love, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look next up Daniel Craig and Jennifer Lawrence in. Just, can you see me now? Like you know. <laughs> I, Oh, but I really that wanna... autumn in school. <laughs> They're remaking How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Daniel Craig playing Cindy Lou Who. Like, you know, <laughs> what I really want to do is act as a tween girl. Then I want to show my range. I'm so tired of James Bond. The money that rolls in off of that bankroll. What I really want to do is dance. <laughs> Next up, you'll see Daniel Craig on a live musical on Fox. He'll give me, he, can play, he can play Rocky in the Rocky R show. <laughs> like, and then we'll, then when it does mediocre at the box office, MGM can go, I think it's time for you to realize that you're Bond. Yeah. Accept it, it. You know, embrace it, learn it, live it, love it, accept it, and just ride that wave. We love you. The audience loves you. You can retire whenever you feel like it. But you, from now at this point on, will always be known as James Bond. Accept it. You know, just move on. I mean, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I, if you were an actor that was, you know, that that happened to you, where you play this role and you were kind of tired of it, and you're like, I want to do other things, because I'm thinking, like, think of other Daniel Craig movies that he's been in. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. The the <laughs> movies that I'm thinking of. I, I think there's like the the layer cake. The Lair Cake is one, right? But these are all to me mediocre movies that yeah. are didn't get like big receptions. Right. There was a there was an animated movie he was in. It was called the, uh, Resistance. The Resistance. Thank yes. you. That's which a, was a giant car commercial, I think. Right. Um, and then and then there was uh, he was in the um, uh, oh god the Laura Croft movie with uh, yeah, but that was before he was James Bond. Yeah. He was, yeah. But uh, I'm just thinking, like, long lines. Like, like, like if you... Made... He's had a mediocre career. Right. He's he never had... the Golden Compass that did really poorly. Right. He'd never had that breakout movie where it's, oh, my God, Daniel Craig's a star. Right. A superstar. He's an actor. And then he gets the role of a lifetime. Yeah. But it hasn't happened yet. Other than James Bond. Well, I'm saying James Bond is the role oh, of a lifetime, lifetime for right. any actor. I mean, let's face it. Let's be honest. If... You were blessed with skills of acting <laughs> and said, hey, Ed, we want you to be the next James Bond. Now, or better yet, let's go with an American. Give me an American icon that everyone knows. Wow. Um, or, you know, screw it. We'll stick with James Bond. Okay. You know, let's, let's, since you know, you're getting hired in the first place in a big fantasy role, no more than me. Right. And you made the James Bond movie, and it's a huge hit, and you sign a contract, and you do five or six more movies as James Bond, and you're getting paid a nice... It's it's affording you a comfortable living. Mm. And you... I mean, how how long do you, do you bite the hand that feeds you? Or do you sit there and go, look, I'm relevant, I'm acting, I have a job, I have a roof over my head, I have food on my table. Does it matter that I'm only playing this one role? 
No, I mean, I, I, I don't think so. I'm like, I would, I would ride it to the, to the grave. I would I literally ride until the wheels run off. Until, until like people are like the next <clears throat> Bond movie bombs, and it's because of you because you're too fucking old because hey. you can't run up the stairs. You go. <gasps> <laughs> Wait, 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 guys. Okay. The, the last car chasing, you were on a fucking little devil. Yeah. I was <laughs> a rascal. Chasing after a guy on a Segway. Yeah. That ain't James Bond. It's time to go younger, Grandpa. Yeah. Like, I would I would be riding it, and then I'd be going to conventions. I'd be like, James Bond, <laughs> you know, ever guess he, James Bond at the, you know... At Wizard World, be like, yeah, how you doing? <laughs> San Diego Comic Con. I don't care if I'm in the booth all the way in the corner next to uh, Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno, you know. I can do it. Or, okay. Or Virgil the Wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Virgil, and, and Lou. The Tis three wrong. of us. And, you know, uh, and I'm like, yep, I'll sign your autograph. I don't yep, care. Thank you. Thank you very much for making me relevant. Thank yep, you. Thank you. Thank, 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 you, thank you. you. Yep. Thanks for watching my movies. Appreciate it. And walk away. Because, I mean, you know, granted, I mean, like, being an actor that wants to show range. I understand his kind of problem in a way. Sure. Yeah. But like, let's face it. I mean, like, like unless you're like a Harrison Ford where you play the star Wars movies, then you're, you're Indiana Jones. And then you do like a cult hit, like, like blade runner, you know, it's like, like, you know, it's few and far between that, that that happens. I mean, Sean Connery had a very successful movie career post James Bond. Yes, he did. You know, he, you know, he was in Highlander. He was in uh, League of Story Gentlemen. You know, I mean, some of the movies weren't that good, but at least, you know. Hunt for October. Right. That was a great movie. You know, there was, I mean, but there were some good movies along those longest his career that kept him going. Entrapment, a lot, a lot of people love that movie. Yeah, well, I, I loved it because of Catherine Zeta-Jones. Exactly. But, but yeah, the idea. You, you had me at Sean Connery, the Catherine Zeta-Jones scene where she's going under that thing. You get the nice shot of her butt. I'm going... Uh, this is the best movie of all time. <laughs> you know, like, I need to slow that down and put it into a slow loop. Because I think all of America and the whole world fell in love with that scene. Yes. I, I hate to say it, but that's what we... Every scene everybody talks about when they talk yep, about traffic. That, that arc of the back underneath the string, and you're just going... <laughs> Woo! Woo! That, that, she's a star! You know? But she she's also, going places! But she also has the acting chops to do other stuff. So yeah. like... All right, you know what? Whatever works. Right. I mean, if like, I mean Roger Moore, you know, uh, 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 Dalton, Dalton, Pierce do, Brosnan, but Pierce Brosnan had still a, ha, still has a career. I mean, he's still doing some movies yeah. that did okay or well. You know. Yeah, right. Not a lot of them, but I mean, you know, like, you know, because I, I think he is pigeonholed as James Bond. You know, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'm sure he made enough money though. I mean, between Remington Steel and and you're James, right, you're right, James Bond that. You know, he doesn't have to act again. He's got fuck you money. Right, exactly. You know, and that's that's the whole point. And I think Daniel Craig has got fuck you money, but he doesn't realize he has got fuck you money because he just wants to be an actor. Right. You know, like... I still got a lot of years left in me that I, I want to, you know, perform I, my craft. I want to play Juliet, Romeo, and Juliet. Yeah. You know, like, okay, Daniel, why Juliet? Because I really connect with the female that's trapped inside of me. Okay. okay. What's with you and him playing female roles? Because you know why? Because James Bond is is the ultimate alpha male. Yeah. So why not the juxtaposition of him being the alpha male when deep down inside all he wants to do is play a little girl? (laughs) (laughs) It's called irony. Thank you. (laughs) You're not welcome. (laughs) 
I'm just saying. Here's the guy. He's like, I'm a man. I kick in doors and shoot at the place. But, you know, off hours or the role he wants to play is I am playing Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. I am going to be fabulous in my squint shoes. You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go that far. But, I mean, you know, I mean, like, you know, you're talking about Layer Cake. I mean, like, to me, that was a Bond-esque movie. Like, you know. It was a drug dealing movie, but it was a like any any action movie can be compared to a Bond movie right. because they were action movies in the seventies. Yeah, you know, not as action heavily, but there was action in them. So I kind of feel like today's if you're gonna be an, if you're gonna be in an action movie today, and then you want to be in an in another action movie tomorrow, it's gonna have action in it. So you're an action star, right? You know, like I, it's funny. I kind of like to put a kind of like a final pin in it. Yeah. There was a time um, I saw Kevin. You know, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, and right. Ben Affleck used to work with Kevin a lot. Yeah. There was a, a moment where, like Ben Affleck, you know, Armageddon. Let's face it, was kind of like the ultimate of Ben Affleck, kind of in these over the top action movies. Right. But then all of a sudden, you know, he also does these small independent movies. Yeah. And he and Kevin's like, how, like, why, you know, like, and Ben's like, look, what I do is I get the overblown paycheck from the action movie that allows me to do the smaller movie because I can live off of the money that the big action movie makes me do. Like, he's like, I can live off of that Armageddon money for a couple years while I make, you know, like this independent movie while I make this other independent movie. Like, he always had a habit of doing action movie, independent movie, action movie, independent movie. Yeah. Because he's like, I, when you have, when you get famous enough to be in those big blockbuster action movies, you kind of get the pull to actually be able to say, I want to do more of a personal piece. And people will go, okay, because you are who you are. Right. You know, because you bring enough money in that you can have that ability. So maybe Daniel Craig's going through that. Maybe MGM's been like, no, no, bond, 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 bond. And all of a sudden he was like, well, I kind of want to do some smaller stuff. There's some personal stories of a script that I want to explore and show other facets of my abilities. And MGM's like, okay, you make enough money for Bond for us. We can hold out for a year. But I'm telling you that when you come back, balls to the walls, man. Yeah. You know, Bond films back to back. We're going to film all two, three movies in one shot. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I think that if if the if I was given the ability... I think I, I'd probably try to play it smart, but I would also, like you said, ride that wave till you fucking falls off the wheels. Like, until, like, I don't think Bond should have that kind of a gut anymore. Like, uh, you know, I, yeah, ride it. And then do, like, the whole, okay, I've made my money as Bond. Now let's thank everybody by going to the cons. Right. You know, doing personal appearances and kind of like, hey, by Grabthar's hammer, what savings? Oh, yeah, pamphlet people got that one. <laughs> right. I'll a lot more, but anyway. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to catch the show every week, it's Sunday nights, 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. This is Aquanet Radio and those apps. Don't forget to go hit our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And don't forget, for those people who want a replay of this, you can go to uh, the About section on our Facebook page. 
or go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes to download separate bite-sized pieces of the show with or bonus you, material. Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app on your phone or device, search for Geeksters, and the show will be there for you. And don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard or have a suggestion for him, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean for any reason, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye! And we're back, folks. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the soulful stylings of Geeksters of the News. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> There you have it, folks. I don't know what more to say. I think we said all we could say and more because we care. Sort of. <laughs> you know, I care even more if you went to Facebook, you know, and liked our Facebook page called Geeksters Radio. Or follow us on Geeks on Twitter at Geeksters. <laughs> and don't forget, you can catch the show live on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on drumroll please aquanetradio.com itunes radio tune in and iHeartRadio. radio just a track on radio on those apps <laughs> i got lost in my own words i'm like whoa where we are <laughs> and like i said go to our facebook page geeksters radio give us a like um follow us on twitter at geeksters and if you want to contact ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show or have a news article that you'd like to see what we think about you can send it to Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Yes, I will take all fan submissions. Any, if somebody gives me an idea, I'll be like, yeah, sure, let's do it. All right. I'm easy that way. I'm easy like Sunday morning. Oh, easy like Sunday morning. <laughs> Save some of that for next week's show. <laughs> all right. See you later, folks. They weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Get him away! Ah!